Hey, what are you doing Tuesday, October 28th at 4 p.m. Pacific time? Because Jeff and I are doing a patrons-only Google Hangout. So you can come ask us questions live. We'll be braiding each other's hair, playing light as a feather, stiff as a board. I may not know the difference between a Google Hangout and a 12-year-old girl's slumber party. But if you support us for $5 a month or above, you can come join us. Go to patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns to become a patron and hang out with us on Tuesday, October 28th. Yeah, the trickster doesn't get any play, man. And the reason the trickster doesn't get any play is because at his best, I think people thought of him as a uh, hellblazer without powers. Not a bad descriptor. Yeah, but I love it because his only power was just like, I'm smarter than you. I'm, I'm faster. Yeah. I'm a faster thinker than you. You're quick on your feet, but I'm like quick on my feet. <laughs> you, yeah, get it, dude, get it, you, you get it, the flash. You get it, the flash. Welcome to We Have Concerns. Hi, concerned citizens, and hello, Jeff Canada. Hello, Anthony Carboni. A very interesting article sent in by. I'm gonna try it. I believe in you. I apologize in advance. Wow. Okay. Sverer Sigfusson. Sverer. Oh, Sigfusson. that's the Norse god of poisons. Yes, he son of poisoner is what that means. Son of poisoner. Yeah, Sigfusson, son of poisoner. Oh, Dad, I don't want to be a poisoner. I was a poisoner. <laughs> My father before him was a poisoner. Ugh. His father before him actually a carpenter. <laughs> kind of a disgrace to the family because it's right in the name. Son of Poisoner. There's uh, no changing it. Uh, no, all Scandinavian names sound cool like that, though. I love that. Oh, yeah. So uh, I apologize if I got that wrong, but he sent in some really cool um, articles for us to check out, one of which is this immoral study, <laughs> which is what is uh, is the title okay. of the uh, article, about kind of messing with people to determine how much of our mind goes into the effect of drugs. So... We know about placebos and the yeah. placebo effect. Control it's, groups. Yes. We know about how, you know, you give the actual drug to one group, you give a placebo to the other, and you see if there's really any difference. Right. This kind of flip-flops that and tells people that they're getting a drug that they're never getting. At no point does anybody get a real drug. No it's one all, gets it at all? It's all placebos. But the difference is what you tell people to expect from the drug that they didn't get. Okay. So that varies. So you say to people, so basically what happened is they said, we're going to give you this drug. And instead, they gave them a shot of adrenaline. (laughs) (laughs) They said they're giving them vitamins. And instead, they gave them a shot of adrenaline. Then they brought them into a room with a researcher. And they all turned into base jumpers. (laughs) Yeah, it's the Brock test. They immediately all like got on skateboards. (laughs) And started Whee! doing half pipes. Well, it's kind of close, actually. They brought that's what it's room. called, right? Doing half pipes. Yeah, yeah, you, you nailed it. Um, <laughs> I'm so cool. <laughs> you did all the half pipes. They brought him into a room, and there was this researcher there who they didn't tell was in on the joke. But mm-hmm. they brought him into this room, and this researcher was like having fun, jumping on the furniture, making paper airplanes. Yeah. And the people who just thought they took a vitamin with no side effects. Joined in on the fun. They had adrenaline pumping through their veins. Right. Why wouldn't you? Freaking out. But yeah. they were like, yeah, let's party. The other group who were told that they were they took a vitamin, were given a shot of adrenaline, but said this vitamin is probably going to have some weird side effects. Like you're going to feel 
energetic and anxious and your heart's going to beat faster and you're probably going to sweat and you might feel flushed. Those people didn't have any fun. Because they're freaking out because they're feeling all the side effects. So the people who were given no information just thought the side effects were the side effects of fun. They didn't, My heart is racing a little bit. I'm yeah. a little flushed because I've been jumping on a couch. They didn't connect the thing that they took with the fun that they were having. They didn't right. connect it with the, the effect in their physical body. Yeah. But the people were, who were told to expect some physical effects were freaking out and not having any fun. And this happens a lot to me. There's a lot of stuff happening right now in neuroscience where they're trying to figure out when does the brain trigger something that you feel and when do you feel something that triggers right. an attitude in Chicken and egg. Yeah. yeah. So for me, uh, if I get a chest cold, if I get congested in my chest, you know that kind of feeling where in the center of your chest, it's like, it's not really a pain, but you can feel congestion. Right. It feels tight sure. in your chest. Because I have had panic attacks before and anxiety attacks before, when I have a chest cold, I am more likely to get a panic attack because that beginning tickle in your chest feels like the beginning of a panic attack and my body goes... You associate. Yeah, and it's an right. early symptom of a chest cold, right? Right. So my body doesn't think that we're getting sick. My body goes, oh man, we're about to freak out. And I'm more likely to freak out if I have a chest cold. Right. Same way people on airplanes, right? If you're on an airplane, the, the air pressure and like the background noise and everything, people are more likely to cry on airplanes because you're put into a position where you feel like you're going to cry. There's pressure on your body. Yeah. And so people like, did you, there was a thing on NPR about a guy who only cries on planes and he cries, he cried at Sweet Home Alabama like five times <laughs> on an airplane. He was like, and if I, I'll never watch Sweet Home Alabama when I'm like on the ground. And if I did, I wouldn't cry about it. He's like, but every time I'm on a plane and they show Sweet Home Alabama, I just cry for Reese Witherspoon. I just cry. Why is this guy flying so often on planes that only show Sweet Home Alabama? You'd think they'd rotate it out right now, but, but airlines are bad at He's that. He's only scheduling flights. He's like, ah, oh, dude, I heard this plane has Sweet Home Alabama. And I'm Time to have on. a good cry. <laughs> Time to get it all out. Maybe he's just repressed and he can only get it out for Sweet honey, Home Alabama. Honey, I'm so upset. Can you call the travel agent and book me a flight to Chicago? Why don't we just talk it out? No, I need to fly to Chicago. Sweetheart, a flight to Chicago is going to cost like $700. Yep. It's the cost of sorting this all through. Do you want me to just go rent Sweet Home Alabama? I can't watch it at home, honey. We've tried it. You know that. Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm like an emotional ice block. I can't, I can't. What if we just do access like- Access any of my emotions What if we do home? like three Reese Witherspoon movies back to back? You know, like <sighs> Sweet Home Alabama, yeah. Legally Blonde. Uh-huh, Legally Blonde too. Maybe not Legally Blonde too. I don't know if I can deal with it, honey. It always makes me cry on the plane. I know, and I want I want you to be happy, but I also never want to watch Legally Blonde too. Your happiness is important to me, but not so <laughs> important sound... that I'm going to watch Legally Blonde this too. Is, this is what got me upset in the first place. Uh, you don't seem to respect my needs. I need to be... I'm, it's like the Mile High Club, but To be crying. fair, this fight was over wanting to watch Cruel Intentions. This is a completely different thing. Well... Legally Blonde too is a completely different thing. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to watch Cruel Intentions? <laughs> Everybody wants phenomenal to watch movie. Cruel um, the actual stated result of this study says that when our body feels enough physical sensation without a physical explanation, our mind attributes that physical sensation to an emotional state. Yes. That, but doesn't that bring into question how much your mind is effing with you? Yes. It, all it matters is whether you got an explanation for it or not. 
That's like, all we want. That's yeah. all we want. We you're don't. fine. You're, that's all you need is a, you're fine. It was because of X, Y, or Z. But it's not even you're fine, right? It's you're having a panic attack. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. It's you are a freak. You have to cry right now because you're sad. Your brain will take anything over uncertainty. That is so true. Uncertainty is the worst thing. Your brain will take pain and suffering yeah. over and over and over again before it will take uncertainty or new experiences. Yeah. And it gets worse as you get older, for sure. Yeah. Because you expect fewer and fewer things to be new. You're less ready for new. It gets really bad. I can't, I'm not getting sick. I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but because, because you because expect to be having a panic attack. Getting sick is too much of a variable. I don't feel sick yet. Right. What I feel is a panic attack. I need an answer to what I'm feeling right now. Why would I be having a panic attack? All I'm doing is sitting and eating Thai food and watching Hulu. Why would I be having a panic attack? I don't know. Maybe I forgot to pay the Hulu bill. Yeah. Maybe maybe Mitchell and Webb is going to turn off in the middle of an episode <laughs> because they're going to turn it off like the gas. <laughs> it's like, uh, just shut off your Hulu. We had to shut off. Hello. I'm from Amazon Prime. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you have my package? No, sir. I, I've come to I've come to cut off your video. But I was just enjoying so much of the uh, free Amazon Prime video. I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, sir. You're not going to be able to watch uh, The Mask. Oh. And you're also never going to be able to watch uh, every movie with Matthew Modine from the 80s. But I, I I'm only halfway off. through the Matthew Modine playlist that I started. Sorry. Got to cut it all off. You're behind on your bill. Uh, on my Prime? Yep. Oh, but but I thought I paid that. I was certain that I paid that. Yeah, I bet you were. We sent notices, sir. Oh, did you send them via email? Because my email has been really tricky. I got a new iPhone. Sir, I'm looking at the red envelope on your kitchen table right oh. now. Uh, that red envelope? Yep. Uh, mm. It's from yeah. the Department of Water, Power, and Streaming Video. <laughs> ah, that was the one that was sent to me via drone uh, earlier this week. That's right, sir. Uh, now I'm going to have to get out these comically large bolt cutters. Oh, no. And slice your Ethernet cable. Oh, please don't! But just the part of the Ethernet cable that delivers Amazon. <laughs> because oh. that's how the internet works. <laughs> it's a series of tubes. Yeah. Is there a way to get on the, to use this to our advantage? Is there a way to get on the other side sure. of it and say, I can convince myself of something? It's the, it's the positive thinking thing, man. Yeah. That's that's what it is. It's belief. It's belief. It's the and you know too much of the other side is dangerous as well. Right. You know we've talked about this before, where uh, people who are really bad at things just have all this hubris sometimes. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta talk them down. You gotta be like, dude, you're 45 and you have the worst vision in the world and you're bad at math and you can't be an astronaut. But I can do anything. No, yeah. you could do anything. <laughs> 30 years ago. <laughs> and even then, probably not. And even then, like, it wasn't anything. Right. It wasn't anything. <laughs> like, that's not... You were always, like, a little on the short side and, like, all oh, but But, you know, you could have done more. <laughs> if you had applied yourself and, yeah, at, this point, at that time. But I want to do anything now. Well, suck it up, fat boy. <laughs> this is what my dad used to say to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this. I fully believe in modern medicine. 100% believe right. in modern medicine. There are some people that will tell you that the pharmaceutical industry is 100% a scam, is 100% terrible. I think it's, you know, it's just like anything else. It's probably about half and half terrible. Right. Right. Yeah, it's there's probably, a lot of terrible. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of terrible. There's a lot of making you sick so we can make you well. You know, and some of that is a mis is a misrepresentation. You know, the, the medication that I'm on is 
It's a neurological me- medication. Right. Uh, we don't know a ton about the brain, but we want to fix the brain. So right. we're doing the best we can. So we just shotgun, scatter shot. Here are chemicals that we know work. They do other things too. It's not like a tumor. Right. We can see a tumor. We can remove a tumor with a laser. We know what a tumor is, right? right. We can, it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. We can use sonic waves to get rid of your kidney stones. Because yeah. we know how to, like, we just understand that. We don't understand the brain as well. No. We know this bit kind of does this, and this bit kind of does this, and this bit is sort of where your problem's coming from. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to throw a bunch of chemicals at it? <laughs> it's, not all, it's not always done with these nefarious intentions to get you addicted and to get you on this treadmill of, of horrible pharmaceutical addiction. Sometimes it's just the best we can do. Yeah. And, you know, advances are made. Like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, uh, they wanted they wanted me to take Ritalin. I took Ritalin and I just slept all day, and my brain felt like fuzz. Wow! Now I'm on Adderall, which is a different thing, right. and that works. I never would have taken Ritalin. I took Ritalin for a month and said, "Fuck Ritalin." Yeah. But they're getting better at stuff, you know. Like imagine like a dude coming to your house to fix something, right? And it's like you've got a leaky sink. Yeah. And you're just like. Uh, so sinks over there, and it's just it's kind of dripping a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's yep. kind of dripping. You should uh, you should stick all the cotton that you have mm-hmm. into that sink, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm gonna bring in a couple of barnyard animals. They're mm-hmm. gonna they're gonna they're gonna shit all over your house. It's gonna be real messy. Uh, it's, it's there's gonna be some side effects. Is what I'm saying. But hey Frank, you need me to bring up the sledgehammer? Yeah, bring it on up. Bring Wait, it on why, up. Why sledgehammer? I we're just gonna have sledge. Sink. We're gonna sledge right through uh, right through your entire countertop. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we're going to stuff that with cotton. The farm animals are going to eat that cotton. They're going to shit all over your house. I'm going to be honest with you. They're going to shit all over your house. It's going to be bad. But I got good news. Okay. We can bring in another guy. He's got stuff for the barnyard animals. Cleans the shit right out. It's, it's, uh, it's, so I need two repair guys to fix with two different processes to fix one problem. Yeah. You're going to need the second repair guy to fix all the damage that me, my barnyard animals, the cotton, and the sledgehammer are going to do. How's he going to fix it? We're going to introduce a, a new biomass into your uh, into your apartment. I don't think that's right. Listen, are you a? Uh, you need me to show you my degree that I got in kitchen repair slash animal husbandry. I mean, I respect you. A double major is a really hard. It took road a long. To it yeah. took a long time. It took a lot of work. I'm it sure. It took a long, long time. <laughs> well. I guess you might as well take sledgehammers to my whole house then, as long as it's going to fix the leak. It's going to cause a lot of more problems, but it's going to fix the leak. Sign me up. And that's basically what we do with medication right yeah. now. There's this other article that that is linked to that even takes it a step further. There's a drug test that, again, fake drug, but they told people this drug is, it has magical properties. It's going to freeze your mood. So... They had people write, sort of start t- writing, take the drug, right? Yeah. And they said, it's going to take a while to, to, to sink in, to start being effective. Yeah. And you're going to write it, start writing down how you feel. And then at a certain point, they busted in the room and they went, drug is now in effect. So what, <laughs> however you're feeling right now, frozen, right? And then they showed people. And everybody just bought it. <laughs> yeah. Because we're infinitely suggestible and stupid. And wow. also they were wearing white lab coats. Oh. That and, helps. Yeah, that helps. And then they showed them certain things like people in dire need of help and <laughs> asked ask people to do things. And when people thought they were frozen in a mood that it wouldn't make them feel any better, they just didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> if they were frozen in a mood of sadness or unhappiness, 
they didn't do anything that they thought would make them feel better because they thought it, it couldn't work because they took this magic drug of mood freezing. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Self-fulfilling prophecy. This is so like when I get up, this is like when I get up later than 8 a.m. and I feel like I fucked my whole day. Right. And I just go, well, I, I fucked it. There's no point. Today won't be productive anymore. That's not true. It's not we, true, but you make it true. We make it true. We yeah. do a lot. Of, and you know, man, I don't believe in living the secret. I don't believe right. that the power of positive thinking is going to fix everything. But there's something. There is, just like you can't just positively think your way to everything, you can't negatively think your way to very much. You got to be yeah. realistic, you know? I guess that's true. And like the people who are positively thinking all the time, more things probably happen for them just because they're willing to try more things all the time. Yeah. That's all. It, it's their version of the self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, you know it. what I do? I take Airborne when I'm feeling sick. Yeah, which does like nothing. I know that it has been proven to do bupkis. Bullshit. And it's not cheap, and I spend the money, and I do it because I think it makes me better. Cognitively, I know it has been proven not to do anything. Yeah. And yet... It's my placebo, I yeah. guess. I do the same thing. I chew Zycam, which is just zinc. Yeah. It's just chewable zinc. Right. And it's like, and it's like okay, well, I mean, zinc does help. It's, it's so funny. Like, the whole vitamin thing is really interesting to me because it's like, well, I take, a, I take a vitamin C every day, and then I take a B, and then I take a, an E, and I take fish oil, and I take this, and I take that. And I'm like, uh, are you mixing that with food? Right. No, I just take the vitamins every morning. It's like, well... Your body can't do anything with 500 milligrams yeah. of straight vitamin C. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's it's nothing right out of yeah, your Yeah, there's system. nothing for it to bond with and interact with. It just, it's just like, cool, thanks, I guess. <laughs> Here's an upset stomach. Yeah. But it is funny because taking that every morning is like, I'm not going to get a cold this week. Right. And you do. You feel like more positive and, and there, we do have physical effects over our body due to our mental state. Meditation works. Right. Right? Like all this stuff. We know it works. We know that people who are who are calmer and uh, less stressed and think more positively do better with really intense medical treatments. Right. Marginally, but yeah. better. Yeah. You know, you can't say that the power of positive thinking is going to fix everything, uh, but you can't count it out. Yeah. You know, it's got to be like a tool in your arsenal. Take the medication that you are prescribed. Yeah. Believe Take in modern medicine. Take the fucking medication. Because a lot of people I know are just like, pharmaceutical companies are trying to screw me over and I right. know I don't need that stuff. And it's like, dude, you kind of should take the stuff. I completely agree with that. But then you also, I also feel like we're an overprescribed nation and we're an, uh, you know, there's a, there's a pill for everything. And it, 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 that's a slippery slope well, too. Well, I mean, but. that's the thing is like when I tell people I have ADHD, people that are our age or, or older or even a little younger think it's a made up thing. And the right. reason they think it's a made up thing is because in the 90s, Everyone had ADHD. Right. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Which is why I never took medication for ADHD. Yeah. Because everybody's like, nah, that's that's a made up thing. Well, it the got medication is just speed that hooks kids. Yeah. So fuck that. It's fake and dumb and terrible and don't buy it. But part it. of that was true. And part, you know, part because of Because people were over prescribed. Exactly. And yeah. that and that's the other danger of it is by thinking that something is too much of a problem, we actually stop ourselves from solving it. Yes. Right? Yes. Because, because we desensitize ourselves to it. Right. These people can't possibly have ADHD. Right. That's dumb. Yeah. My wife has a, uh, has a gluten allergy. That's not a real thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she literally does. And you don't want to bring that up because everybody in their goat has a 
Well, people who are genuinely allergy. celiac, like I've like Jess's mom has celiac, and if she had, like she didn't know. She right. didn't know for years. And then after she was told, she didn't believe it for years. And she just kept getting sick. Yeah. And the thing is, she cut out the gluten and then she wasn't sick anymore. But a lot of people use it as a crutch because they're like, right. oh man, when I eat a bunch of pasta, I feel real terrible. That's not a gluten allergy. <laughs> yeah. Stop eating so much pasta, <laughs> asshole. You're not supposed to do it. You can't eat a whole loaf of bread. <laughs> although, it, although I can't. That's can. how I was raised. That's how <laughs> that I was too. Basically, eat all the pasta and an entire loaf of bread. Yep. And then uh, then you can leave the table. So there is something to that. And, and I think it's it's a balance. And what is the balance? It's different for everybody. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, I don't take my I don't take my medication all the time. I take my medication when I know I've got a, a lot to do. And I try to mitigate my symptoms with things like like meditation, like getting exercise, like making sure I'm on a very rigid schedule so my brain doesn't wander because it's used to everything I'm doing and I'm giving it the, I'm, I'm running off a lot of the extra energy that would normally be messing with me. I'm keeping it a physical shape that kind of keeps my brain from messing with me. Yeah. I'm trying to keep myself as close to like, I hate to steal a term from Scientology because they're terrible fucking people, but Gotta keep your things in check. That floating needle, right? Yeah. They're always trying to get to the floating needle. Right. That's what they want. Not yeah. too high on one side, not, not too but low. But do you think that knowing I like it, it more I like thinking about it more like Buddhism, even though that's a little too like floofy for me as well. Yeah. But I just I like the idea of that state of equilibrium. I dig that too. Do you, do you think that having it be in your conscious brain undermines it? Do you think that it, when you're trying to... Everything I think undermines me every day, Jeff. That's that's the brain that I have. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I need to stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I wonder if, like, use the power of your mind, you know, believe in something, believe that the airborne is actually fighting the disease, et cetera, et cetera. I often wonder, well, knowing that I'm using it in that way, does that just completely undermine... Does it have to be a completely subconscious We're all act? carrying around totems. We're using superstitions yeah. where... Uh, you saw my totems. I saw all your totems. Yeah. I walked in and you had 47 spinning tops. It's not easy to keep all those tops spinning. <laughs> hey <laughs> I don't know. How do you guys feel about this? Is the mind more powerful than chemicals? Does it, yeah. Do we have to work together? Yeah, where's the line? Where's the line? We would and love to hear from you. And do you want scientists to fool you? I would actually, if there was a way that... Just hire some guy to come in. To and come so in and fool, but somebody would have to hire that person for me right. somehow yeah. to come in and fool me at the best times. It's like it's like the Fincher movie, The Game. Yes. It's like they Somebody's come in gotta and just the game me. totally the game you into being well. Into being a better person. <laughs> That's awesome. That's what I need. I need my Sean Penn. Yeah. Will you be my Sean Penn? I'll, Will you be the I'll, Sean Penn to my I'm Michael gonna, Douglas? I'm going to say no, which means I am going to do oh, it. Oh, I just got the game! <laughs> 